Chapter 15 of The Night of Weeping by Horatius Bonar. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Eternal Results If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. Of this we are assured, oneness in suffering here is the pledge of oneness in glory hereafter. The two things are inseparable. His shame is ours on earth, his glory shall be ours in heaven. Therefore let us rejoice, inasmuch as we are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, we may be made glad also with exceeding joy. Truly the sufferings of this present life are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. The incorruptible crown is so surpassingly bright, and the inheritance of the saints in light so excellent, that we may well be ashamed even to speak of present sorrow. How will the eternal light absorb the darkness here? How will the blessedness of the kingdom swallow up our earthly calamities and complaints? One hour of eternity, one moment with the Lord, will make us utterly to forget a lifetime's desolations. But more than this, our troubles now do but enhance the coming joy. Our affliction is not only light, not only but for a moment, but it worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Our sorrows here are but adding to the weight of our eternal crown. In what way they do so we are not told. It is sufficient that we know upon God's authority that such is really the case. Need we then grudge or rebel against that which is preparing for us such glad and sure results? As to the nature of the recompense, God has revealed much to us, at least in so far as human language and earthly figures can set it forth. In the epistles to the seven churches of Asia, we have the fullest opening up of this manifold reward. For him that overcometh, there is an abundant weight of glory provided. To each of the seven conquerors there is a separate reward. And taking them all together, what a fullness of infinite blessing is comprised in this sevenfold recompense. To one conqueror there is promised the tree of life, to another the crown of life, and deliverance from the second death, to another the hidden manna, the white stone, and in it the new, the unknown name, to another power over the nations, the iron rod of rule, the morning star, to another the white raiment and enrolment in the book of life, to another the honour of being made a pillar in the temple of God, and of having written on him the name of God, and the name of his city, God's own new name. To another, a seat upon the throne of Christ, joint dominion with him in his kingdom, joint heirship with him in his inheritance. For he that overcometh shall inherit all things. True, this recompense is only to him that overcometh. It is a lifetime's battle, a wrestling not only with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers, with the rulers of the darkness of this world, with spiritual wickedness in high places. But then, however desperate the warfare, it is not forever. Nay, it is brief, very brief. Its end is near, very near. And with the end come triumph and honour and songs of victory. Then, too, there follows peace and the return of the war-worn soldier to his quiet dwelling. Now the soft peace march beats, home, brothers, home. This is the joy of the saint. He has fought a good fight. He has finished the course. He has kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for him the crown of righteousness. His battle is over, and then for him there are rest and home. Home, yes, home. And what a home for us to return to and abide in forever. 
a home prepared before the foundation of the world a home in the many mansions a home in the innermost circle of creation nearest the throne and heart of god a home whose peace shall never be broken by the sound of war or tempest whose brightness shall never be overcast by the remotest shadow of a cloud how solacing to the weary spirit to think of a resting-place so near and that resting-place our father's house where we shall hunger no more neither thirst any more where the sun shall not light on us nor any heat where the lamb that is in the midst of the throne shall feed us and lead us to living fountains of water and god shall wipe away all tears from our eyes the time is at hand the church's conflicts are almost over its struggles and sorrows are nearly done a few more years and we shall either be laid quietly to rest or caught up in the clouds to meet our coming lord a few more broken bonds and then we shall be knit together in eternal brotherhood with all the scattered members of the family a few more suns shall rise and set and then shall ascend in its strength the one unsetting sun a few more days shall dawn and darken and then shall shine forth the one unending day a few more clouds shall gather over us and then the firmament shall be cleared for ever a few more sabbaths shall come round filling up the sum of our privileges and completing our allotment of time and then the everlasting sabbath shall begin but a few brief years and we shall enter in through the gates into the city sitting down beneath the shadow of the tree of life feeding upon the hidden manna and drinking of the pure river clear as crystal which proceedeth out of the throne of god and of the lamb but a few years and we shall see his face and his name shall be upon our foreheads these are some of the eternal results results which are mightily heightened and enhanced by our tribulation here for affliction not only profits us much just now, but it will serve us much in eternity. Then we shall discover how much we owe to it. All that it is doing for us we know not now, but we shall know hereafter. It is preparing for us a more abundant entrance, a weightier crown, a whiter robe, a sweeter rest, a home made doubly precious by a long exile and many sufferings here below. Of these results we have only the foretaste now the full brightness is in reserve and we know that all that is possible or conceivable of what is good and fair and blessed shall one day be real and visible out of all evil there comes the good out of sin comes holiness out of darkness light out of death life eternal out of weakness strength out of the fading the blooming out of a quenched planet a sun for the universe out of rottenness and ruin comeliness and majesty out of the curse the blessing and resurrection shall prove the wondrous truth that it is the grave the place of bones and dust that is the womb of the incorruptible the immortal the glorious the undefiled our present portion however is but the earnest not the inheritance that is reserved for the appearing of the lord here we see but through a glass darkly it doth not yet appear what we shall be we are but as wayfaring men wandering in the lonely night who see dimly upon the distant mountain peak the reflection of a sun that never rises here but which shall never set in the new heavens hereafter and this is enough it comforts and cheers us on our dark and rugged way it would not be enough hereafter but it is enough just now the wilderness will do for us till we cross into canaan the tent will do till the city of habitation comes the joy of believing is enough till we enter on the joy of seeing we are content with the mountain of myrrh and the hill of frankincense until the day break and the shadows flee away. End of chapter 15 End of the Night of Weeping
by Horatius Bonar.